Why did the Lord Jesus allow Peter to fail? Even all the apostles. He said, you will all forsake me. Peter said, no, they might, not me. I'll follow you to prison. I'm ready to die. No, before the rooster crows three times, twice you'll deny me three times. No way. Then we know what happened. The rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. We have no idea what was his expression. Do you think he was disappointed? I don't believe so. Do you think he was hurt? Do you think he, there was anger in his eyes? I don't think so. You're saying, Peter, I knew this would happen. Only a broken failure can ever experience the need for resurrection life. So when he was resurrected, what did he say? Go tell this to the brothers and Peter. And we know from the record in 1 Corinthians 15, the resurrected Christ appeared a number of times, one time to over 500 saints, another time to Peter personally. And then by the time you are in Acts chapter 2, they've all been broken. Their self-confidence has been shattered. They're all in resurrection. Now, the discord is gone. The rivalry is terminated. It's time to declare the gospel of the kingdom. The eleven realize, Peter, this is your function. And Peter realizes, yes, it is. But I stand with the eleven. I cannot speak a word without you. This is the body in resurrection. And this is where we're all headed. And once we are enlightened, especially if you would prayfully read and study that chapter on the experience of life on dealing with the natural constitution, that will enlighten you very, very much. And that light will motivate you to cooperate. The Lord is determined to do it. But if we can begin to cooperate and agree with him. Lord, I don't want to bring any of my, my natural ability into any part of the church life. I... In any way. So this is the underlying thought. And if the Lord is not ready to begin to touch your natural constitution and your natural life, don't worry. Don't lose sleep over it tonight. Don't try to make it to happen. Just come to the Lord as you are and where you are. I assure you, you've got the time you need. When the Lord begins to operate in us as a sevenfold intensified spirit, he can do seven times more in a day than he could have when he's just simply the all-inclusive spirit. Anyone, 
within the sound of my voice, whether it will be here or through another means. If there's any brother or sister here that for a period of time you went astray from the Lord, you went astray from the church life. I know some for 20 years or more. Then in the Lord's mercy and love and grace, they're brought back. But I know how the enemy is going to hit them. So I'm going to hit the enemy ahead of time. The enemy will say, it's really good that you're here. Too bad, though. It's too late. It's too late. You wasted too much time. My word to the enemy is, devil, it's too late for you. But I want to quote the Bible to you and to my brother or sister. From Joel, I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. The Lord is well able to do it. We have time. I say again, it's not too late. There's not a record, an accumulation of all of your failures, all of your transgressions, all of this and that. No. As soon as they're confessed and forgiven, they are forgotten. The record is wiped clean. God himself cannot remember. And so what's in my heart is that if it's now, if now is timely for you, then I'll suggest some simple prayers you can offer, not as a method, but as a simple way of speaking. If it's premature, then don't worry about it. Just let the Lord care for you as you are, where you are, but know this is coming. Two, the principle of resurrection is that the natural life is killed and the divine life rises up in its place. The reference is 2 Corinthians 1.9. We had the sentence of death in ourselves that we would not trust in ourselves, but in the God who gives life to the dead. Because with intelligence, natural strength, natural energy, natural ability, there's pride and self-confidence. But when the cross works, the self-confidence is smashed. And the body knows. Something happened to me between me and the Lord. In the night of July 30th, 1981. He knows what happened. I know what happened. He knows what he did. And I know what he did. I can only refer to it. And several weeks later, I'm in a gathering of many brothers. I'm sitting very close to Brother Lee. He's talking to me. Then he says this. Ron, you don't trust yourself anymore. How did he know? He just knows. It's just, it's such a relief. Someone intending to, what actually did send an exceedingly vile and reviling email to me, 
blaming me for this and that, attacking me and this and that. And uh, the woman who wrote it said, you're not God, you're nothing, you're nothing. And I wasn't the slightest bothered if I could have talked to her out and said, sister, I realized I was nothing before you were even born. It's such a relief to not rely upon your natural life, your natural strength, your natural ability, just to trust the God of resurrection, the God who raises the dead. And our personal and corporate testimony is death always loses. Resurrection life always prevails. 